טוב, ערב שבת שלום, פרשת כי תבוא. I thought that uh, we'd learn a beautiful, beautiful מהר"ל uh, that appears in his ספר תפארת ישראל, speaks about מעלות, the levels and aspects of the relationship of הקודש ברוך הוא, קודש הבריך הוא, and עם ישראל. In our parasha, of course, there are all the קללות, all the curses, the admonitions. And in Parshat Ki Tavo, there are 98 admonitions, klalot, curses, that the Torah says, that Moshe Rabbeinu says, will happen to the Jewish people if they don't keep the Torah. However, in Parshat B'chukotai, in Sefer Vayikra, there are also admonitions and klalot. And there, there are only 49 klalot. The question that the Maharal is going to be looking at, and that we're going to learn tonight, is why is it in Sefer Dvarim, known in the words of Chazal, as Sefer Mishneh Torah, the book that is secondary to the Torah, the support of the Torah, the book which states that Moshe said these words, why there are the admonitions exactly double? to the admonitions that appear in Parshat Bechukotai, in Sefer Vayikra. Essentially, that's the question. In our parasha, in uh, chapter 28, verse 23, in the midst of the admonitions, the Torah says, Vayu shamecha, your skies, asher al roshcha, that are above your head, will be nechoshet, will be made of brass. And the earth that is below you, Barzel, will be iron. In other words, they will produce nothing. They will be obtuse. They will be like metals. They won't have and produce life and give life. Rashi, when he interprets this posuk, says, These admonitions Moshe mipi atzmo amran, Moshe said them himself. Veshebahar Sinai, and in Parshat Bechukoisai, where in the book of Vayikra, at Mount Sinai, there, mipi akodesh bohu amran, there, Moshe Rabbeinu repeated exactly according to what the Holy One, blessed be he said, kemashma'an, as he said them. And there, says Rashi, we learn that it is said in the singular, if you will not listen to me, and if you will go with me obtusely. And here he says, you shall listen to the voice of the Lord your God in plural. Hashem will strike you, God will cling to you. Here Moshe was lenient. He lessens the blow because he turns the admonitions and the curses into something personal and private, an individual affair. Whereas in the portion of Bechukoisai, there in the book of Ayikra, the admonitions and the klalot are not a private affair. They are said for all of Am Yisrael. It's going to apply across the board. And that is Rashi's comment. 
Because Rashi understands that there is a distinction, there is a difference between what Moshe says and how Moshe says the admonitions in our parasha and how they were said in Parshat B'chukosai in the book of Vayikra. If you look at the book Tiferet Yisrael, in chapter 43, Perek Mem and you go to the second paragraph, says the Maharal the following. And before we come to explain this issue, you should know the difference between the fifth book of the Torah, which also include also the second set of Ten Commandments, and the rest of the four books of the Torah. In the Gemara in Masechet Megillah, Lamed Aleph Amud Bet, 31b, the Gemara says, En mafsikim beklalot. We have a rule that when we read the admonitions, we're not allowed to stop and to break, even at the end of a Pasuk. You have to read the admonitions, the curses, from the beginning to the end. The Ka'ama Abaye, and Abaye taught, Loshanu, this was not taught, Ela Baklalot Shebetorat Kohanim. This is only relevant, says Abaye, this rule of reading all the Klalot without a break and not stopping and bringing up another Aliyah is only relevant to the book of Torah Kohanim, to Sefer Vayikra. Aval Baklalot Shebemishne Torah. But the Klalot, the curses that are in the fifth book, in the book of Dvarim, in our parasha of Kitivo, of Kitavo, here, the admonitions, mafsikin, you can do a hefsek, you can stop and you can break. And there's nothing wrong with it, says Abai. My tama, what's the reason? Halalu, in Torah Kohanim, nemu, continues the Gemara. There, the klalot, the admonitions, the curses, were said from the mouth of God. Ubilshon Rabim nemu, when they were said, Inclusively, in plural. The halalu, and our admonitions, and our curses, Moshe mipiatzmo amaran. Moshe said them himself. Ubilshon yachid. And he said them as an individual. In single term. Adkan, says the Mara. Now God forbid, does that mean that Moshe Rabbeinu said something that wasn't that wasn't directly from God? Does that mean that somehow God forbid there is some kind of deviation in the book of Dvarim? Says the Maharal This does not mean this Gemara that Moshe said something on his own even one letter but there is a difference between the Mishneh Torah, between the Book of Dvarim and the rest of the Torah. Because the Torah that the Holy One, Blessed be He, gave to the Jewish people. Yesh bashtei pchinot. 
they have two dimensions. Habachinachat, the first dimension that we need to appreciate, says the Maharal, mitzad Hashem itbarach, it is said from the perspective of the Holy One, blessed be He, He is the giver of the Torah. Habachinah shenit, the second perspective that we need to always keep in mind, mitzad Yisrael, is from the perspective of the Jewish people. That receive the Torah. Every mitzvah, every instruction, every pasuk has two sides to it, says the Mara. It has the side of the giver of the Torah, but it also has the receiver of the Torah. And they're both there. There can be no giver, no notena Torah, without a mekabela Torah. And if someone was to give something to his fellow, them shavim b'madriga, and they are equal in status, em kanat b'chinachat. There is only one way to present it. Kishneim shavim b'mala, because they're both of equal standard. Aval, but here, kasher Hashem itbarach, the Holy One, blessed be He, Shu alakol, He is above everything. Natana Torah Israel, and he came and he gave the Torah to the Jewish people. Vehem ba'aretz, and we, they, the Jewish people, are earthly. We are on the ground. We are on the earth. It's impossible that there should be, that, or there shouldn't be, something spectacular and special and unique, mitzadanoten, from the side of the giver of the Torah. And we have to appreciate that there is something and a mile level and an approach and a perspective that is completely different. Mitzada Makabel from the receiver. And therefore, says the Maharal, Torah the entire Torah. Except for the fifth book of the Torah, the book of Dvarim, the book that we are reading now, which is the last part of the five books, all the other four books of the Torah are given from the perspective of the giver of the Torah. Because the one who receives, receives in the end, he only receives it and he's given it when the person giving or the one giving, the party that's giving, concludes his word, concludes what he's giving. He finishes saying what he's giving over. And then you can receive it. And then the recipient can receive it. Because otherwise it's not concluded. It's not over yet. You haven't given it. HaKadosh Baruch hasn't given over the Torah until he's finished, he's finished saying what he wants to say. And that's why Nikra Mishneh Torah that's why it's called the supporter of the Torah, the Mishneh, the, 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 the secondary Torah. To teach us that it's as if there was something spectacular and unique and special from the side of the receiver. And there is such a perspective from the side of the receiver, as it says in the Mishneh Torah in the first chapter of the book of Dvarim, Ho'il Moshe, 
In that way, Moshe explained and elaborated this Torah. Ki because the one who receives it, it's the one who receives it needs more explanation, more elaboration. The Biu. Because the one that's giving it over knows what he's giving over. But in order to receive something, it needs to be explained and rationalized. It needs to make sense to us, to the receivers. It's the case in every situation. That's the case in Shia. That's the case in the class. That's the case when you're explaining something or you're presenting an idea. You have to present the idea to someone else. First of all, that idea is not concluded until you've finished presenting it. And you've put together all the components that make up that idea. And secondly, it needs to be elaborated upon. Things that you take for granted, things that you understand, things that you think the other party will understand are not necessarily so, and therefore you need to explain it more. You need to elaborate it more. It needs more time. It needs to be longer. Remember we said that's what the Maharal is dealing with? Why are the Klalot in our parasha double the Klalot in Parashat V'chukosai? Why are they 98 klalot, whereas in the portion of Bechukosai, in the book of Torah Kohanim, in the book of Vayikra, there are only 49. And this is the separation, this is the distance. That is between the Torah, the four books of Moses, and the fifth book, the Mishneh Torah. And therefore, every time there is a statement in the Torah, even though Moshe was saying it, in any case, it was as if HaKadosh Baruch was saying the entire Torah. That's what he decreed. And this is how HaKadosh Baruch commanded us. Blessed be he, Barach. And the Holy One, Blessed be he, places those words, that statement, that expression in the mouth of Moshe Rabbeinu. Like it says in regards to the Ten Commandments, Moshe Yedaber, Moshe will speak, Ve'elokim, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Holy One, blessed be He, Ya'aneno Bekol, will respond to him aloud with a voice. V'kachaya Bekol Dibur Shayam, Daber Moshe. And so it was in every statement that Moshe made. Hashem Yidbarach Sam HaDibur Befiv, the Holy One, blessed be He, placed those words in his mouth. But in the Mishneh Torah, there Moshe Rabbeinu, in our book, in the book of Dvarim, Moshe spoke from himself, like the messenger that speaks, in the way that the person that dispatches the messenger tells him to speak. If you make a shaliach, you make a messenger, you appoint a messenger, and you tell him to give over a message, he doesn't necessarily give over the message in exactly the same way. He gives over the exact content of the message, but the message is slightly different. Why? Because he has to elaborate it, he has to explain it. That's the meaning that our sages taught. That the, the, the Klalot, the curses, the admonitions that are in the book of Dvarim, Moshe said from himself. 
כלומר, in other words, שלא היה השם יתברך נותן הדיבור בפיו. What it means is that הקדוש ברוך הוא didn't place that of those expressions in his mouth. שלא היה משנה תורה, רק לקבל את התורה. Because the entire purpose of the Mishnah Torah is to receive the Torah. And the entire purpose of the four books of the Torah that precede them is to give the Torah. Vahakabala and the receiving, can only be done by somebody who is closest to the receiver. Because the one that receives that's the underlying theme of the entire Sefer of the Book of Dvarim. Receiving the Torah. That's why it had to be given by Moshe Rabbeinu of blessed memory, who is closest to the receiver, to the human beings, to Am Yisrael, to the Jewish people. Says the Maharal, כלל הדבר, the rule of this is, כי השם יתברך נתן התורה. The Holy One Blessed Be He gave the Torah. וישראל היו מקבלים אותה. And the Jewish people received the Torah. והקבלה היא בסוף. And the reception, the receiving, the recipient is at the end. וזהו משנה תורה שהיא בסוף. And this is what משנה תורה is, it's at the end of the Torah. And that's why the Psukim are expressed in such a way that can be absorbed and understood by the recipient, by the receiver. Because we, Am Yisrael, the recipient, are the main theme of the Book of Dvarim. In other words, it is there for the conclusion, for the very end. To explain and to elaborate in a way that the receiver can accept. And this is a big principle, says the Maral. And through this we can understand all the distinctions and the changes in the words between plural and between singular and even content-wise. But the Brota Achonot in the Psukim of the latter book of the Torah. And furthermore, you should know that the Torah is the covenant between the Holy One, blessed be He, and the Jewish people who are the recipients and receive this covenant. And it is the covenant that attaches us. It binds us together. Koret Abrit, the one who binds together the covenant. Vamekabelet Abrit biyachad, and the recipient of that Brit, of that covenant together. V'kol davar shemechaberet shnaim biyachad. And anything that combines two components together. B'tzad echad, on the one hand, hu karov elayichad. On the one hand, it is closest and makes sense most to the one side. But on the other side, it is closest and more applicable to the other side. And therefore the Torah that is the Brit, it is the covenant between Hashem Yitbarach and the Jewish people. On the one hand, it is closest and it is divine. And through that, the covenant is bound. But on the other side, 
Habrit hem Israel. On the other hand, on the other side of this covenant are the Jewish people. And there, that covenant, that other side is closer to the Jewish people. And therefore, And that's why all the four books of Moses, the four books of the Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself spoke them. He's the binder of the covenant. The end of the Torah, the Mishneh Torah, the book of Dvarim, our book. It's the other end of the covenant. It is closest to the Jewish people who receive the Torah. And that's why the Mishneh Torah needed to be said and we needed to hear it from the mouth of Moshe. Because Moshe is closest to the Jewish people. We are the recipients. And that's also why there are two tablets of stone. Gamken, so too. Otherwise, the Kodesh Baruch Hu could have written the Torah on one stone. They are the, they are the stones of the covenant. The Kol Brit and any covenant who ben Shnaim are between two people. One is the one who sets it out. And the other one is the one that receives the covenant. And therefore, that's why there are five commandments on one side. And all those five, these are all to do with the Holy One, blessed be He, and our relationship with Him, who made a covenant with the Jewish people. And the other side of the tablets of stone, that is written in parallel. To the recipients of the Brit, the covenant, who are Adam, that is the human being, man. There, those are the laws that are applicable between man and man. And this itself is in the Torah, Gamken. And it's also the covenant, Gamken, as well, between the Jewish people and Israel, and the Jewish, and, and the Holy One, blessed be. Shekola Torah, because the entire Torah, except from the Mishnah Torah, Hashem Baruch spoke himself. But the Mishnah Torah is written in a way that is susceptible and acceptable and, re- and, and we are able to receive because we are Mekabelah Brit. Keneged Mekabelah Brit, Hem Yisrael. That is the Jewish people. And that's why the Lakach, Kol Mishnah Torah, the entire book of Dvarim, Bilshon Yachid Nemra, is written in singular. Mipnei Shimishne Torah, because it is the Mishneh Torah. It is the end of the Torah. It is associated to the Mekabel, Karovi Mekabel. Like we explained, Kmo Shamamu. Humachid, it is what binds together and unites, Humakasher. It is Israel ki Ishechad, the Jewish people as one. And also because the entire Torah that the Holy One Blessed Be, He spoke. Because man has a brain. We have an ability to think. And therefore it was written in such a way that the logical mind of man can apply to. And therefore it is written in such a way. But the Mishnah Torah at the end, that is something that is specific. 
The Maharal here explains the distinction between the Mishnah Torah, the Book of Dvarim, in context of the admonitions, the klalot, that appears in our parasha, parashat Kitavu. Not only numerically, because they are exactly double to the klalot, to the admonitions that appear in Sefer Torah Kohanim, in the book of Vayikra, parashat B'chokosai, but also the language that is used is different. The way that is presented is different. And the way that that works, says the Maharal, is because a covenant binds two components into one. And the very fact is that the klalot, these admonitions, are a brit, they are a covenant between the Jewish people and our God. The first four books of the Torah express the side of the covenant as it is expressed through the eyes, as it were, of the Holy One, blessed be He. But the last book of the Torah, the book of Dvarim, in our parasha, in parashat Kitavo, here the klalot are expressed through the eyes of Moshe Rabbeinu, because he is the representative of the Jewish people, of humanity, of the human being. Because no matter how divine a mitzvah is, no matter how divine a concept is, no matter how divine a covenant is, if the recipient doesn't understand, if the recipient doesn't comprehend, if the recipient isn't able to attach itself or himself or themselves to that covenant, that does not bind the giver and the receiver together. And therefore, the giver and the receiver are bound together in our parasha through the words of Moshe Rabbeinu himself. Because he is closest to us. But these are expressions and elaborations of the teachings of the words that the Holy One Blessed Be He placed into the mouth of Moshe Rabbeinu in the book of Vayikra in Parashat B'chukotai. Bezrat Hashem, may it be the wish of the Almighty, that this covenant that we are speaking of is a covenant, is a brit, that we ourselves, each one of us, in our own way, as individuals, are able to connect to. The words of the Torah, the words of the giver of the Torah, Notena Torah, that we are able to become the chariots of the word of the Torah, the word of God. And we're able to bind ourselves together through this covenant by understanding the significance of keeping the mitzvot, but also the significance, God forbid, based on the admonitions, based on the curses of what the consequences are when these mitzvot are broken, when these commandments and this covenant is broken. Bezrat Hashem, we shall all have a Shabbat Shalom. And Bezrat Hashem, we'll meet again uh, next week. Kol Tov.